Hello, welcome to Strange Love of Movies. Today I am with my co-host Emily Martinez and it's just the girls because today we are discussing Sleepless in Seattle which is a chick flick movie and no hate to guys who love this movie too because it's adorable but we thought eh, dad doesn't really want to be here for this one, right mom? That's right. He gracefully bowed out of the <laughs> latest viewing of Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, I think they just put it on Netflix so we saw it and we were like, okay, I finally need to see this movie because I think it's referenced in every pop culture thing ever. You know, like the girl always seems to love Sleepless in Seattle. So finally I saw it and yeah, I think it's worth all the acclaim it has. Yes, you've officially joined the Chick Flick Club by seeing perhaps the most familiar movie to anyone who loves romantic comedies. I guess everyone has their own favorite, but this is certainly at the top of the list for a a lot of people. A lot of people, and I can see why, but it's a different kind of romantic comedy, and we were talking about this. It would be a rom-com, right? You would consider it Definitely. That. Okay. Uh, yeah, because there aren't that many sad parts, besides, you know, the very beginning where his wife literally is dead. But other than that, and that's not really a spoiler, but they say it in the first two minutes. Other than that, it's a feel-good film for sure. Like you say, it is unusual. It's an unusual movie. Yeah, it's weird. Really, especially a romantic comedy, really. But any kind of movie. And that the two main characters, who are very obviously the two main characters from the beginning, they really don't interact until... And again, I hope I'm not spoiling anything for anybody. This will be a spoiler podcast. Let's say that. But (laughs) they literally do not interact with each other until the last scene of the movie. Which is insane. I mean, they don't kiss, they don't talk, they don't even, yeah, there's no communication between them. There's a shared glance oh, yeah, in that the middle glance. of the movie, but they don't, rec- well, he doesn't recognize her. We won't get into it, but there's no real interaction. Yeah, it's just so weird. I wonder why they did it that way, and I wonder why it works so well. Is it just because Meg Ryan is so likable, and Tom Hanks is such a good, lovable America's dad kind of character, I guess? I think so, and I think really the movie's about them figuring out that the life that they have before they meet each other is not what they want. What they want, yeah, that's good He wants to, or his son wants his dad to find a new partner and Meg Ryan thinks she's found her guy for Walter, the future, right? Walter. She's engaged to a man named Walter who has a bunch of allergies. Sounds like a dream to me. <laughs> that some, some of the funniest parts are when they're in bed um, at <laughs> night and he's just got this big big box of Kleenex next to him. And that and humidifier, humidifier and like a billion drugs or whatever. He keeps filling up and it's just, it's really pretty funny, but he's obviously not, when it comes right down to it, he's a nice guy, but he is not what she's been waiting for. Not at all. And she comes to realize that. And then Tom Hanks, he's super depressed and just not really looking for anyone else. He's kind of given up on love. He's he definitely one great up, yeah. love and thinks he can't find another. Meg Ryan, you figure, has um, is decided to settle. That she wants to have a husband. Oh, that's good. And yeah, she's going to settle. She's getting Walter. older. Walter. And another one of the funniest parts actually has to do with Tom Hanks' girlfriend in the movie. Because, oh my gosh, he's dating this woman that the son absolutely hates. And she laughs like a hyena. And she's just... Ugh, she just reminds you of that person in school or whatever who just will not shut up and it's just all about herself and it's it is pretty comical because the little son is so young he's probably eight or nine right mom and he yes. just he just can see right through her and hates her so much and the son is the one who really instigates the whole movie by mm-hmm. calling into a 
into a radio talk show and talk yeah, about his dad and and this is one of those funny things it's like such a movie thing it's so, so unrealistic. unrealistic even 20 or 30 years ago this was unrealistic that presumably every woman in the country <laughs> is listening to this late night call-in radio talk show host uh, talk about love because not only is Meg Ryan listening, but her best friend is listening. And a and, billion other women, because they yes. all send these letters to Tom Hanks' address after they hear him talking about love. But yeah, also, that's a good point. And it is like an extremely late radio show, because she's it's in... bedtime. Yeah, no, but she's like asleep sometimes, and she gets a call like, go listen to the radio right now. What, what time could this radio thing be on? Like 11.30? I don't understand. Apparently it's captivating the the country at yeah, that time. Yeah, who listens to... That's so late. And what kind of, like, how the kid... Don't you think he's supposed to be eight or nine? Yeah, he definitely is. What kind of eight or nine-year-old little boy is listening to a radio talk show about romance? Yeah, you're night? right. Why And why is he even <laughs> up? very unreal. So that's one of those things where you have to suspend your... Um, Imagination. Yeah, suspend your sense of reality and realize hey it's just kind of fun fun premise yeah so tom hanks is clearly not the cutest man in the world but i think he was the best for this role and i think that's just because if they handed it to some like hottie who can't act i don't think it would be as good or emotional and a lot of people think tom hanks is is a real good looking guy no one who thinks that well i mean he's a he's a cute guy he's all american yeah that doesn't necessarily mean cute okay whatever we love we like tom hanks Mom, I don't know. <laughs> he's, I know. I mean, he's never been. I've always kind of thought Tom Hanks is a little overrated. She doesn't like America's Dad. Everyone, we no, need to cancel no, her. No, no, I just, I don't think he's like the world's greatest actor or anything. He had but, such a good run though in the '90s. Yes, and he's he's been in a lot of good movies, and he is very likable, and he's very. He seems like a a real person, like like yeah. the kind of kind of person that you meet in real life and again if you're a woman looking for a husband he probably would fit the bill yeah and that's exactly what I was gonna say he just seems like a real likable guy and that's why he's so good in this role and then Meg Ryan she is so cute I like her I don't know if I've ever seen a movie with her have I mom I don't think you have she was really hot there for a while but like a lot of those female actresses once they get past a certain age they don't seem to get the good which is so sad anymore they just fizzle out but the men continue their reign on hollywood yeah meg ryan she's a really cute in this and very likable and i I just like her. And she's kind of the, she's really more the comedian in this. I mean, Yeah, she has, she's funnier than him. She's kind of a quirky, kooky character, but you like her. She's sweet. Yeah, she is very quirky without being too annoying, right, Mom? Yes, yes. And her best friend in this is, speaking of annoying, is Rosie O'Donnell, who obviously has gone on to get into a lot of, uh, it's kind of become more controversial in the years since this movie. But as the best friend, is kind of the cynical best friend, she's really pretty funny. Their relationship makes no sense, though, because in the middle of the movie, we realize that isn't Rosie O'Donnell like her editor or her boss or something? I think so. She's, I How think, could they be? Uh, That's such a weird relationship to be is. best you friends and boss. Yeah, she's, she's her boss, but they get along great. So this movie references An Affair to Remember a Bunch, which is a very old movie with, who is it, Mom? Cary Grant. Cary Grant and Deborah Carr, or Kerr. They argue about the Oh, yeah, they argue about that. And I've never seen it, but you have, Mom? Yes, it's a a really nice, it's a romantic movie. It's not a comedy, but but it's kind of a tearjerker, and it's a movie that Meg Ryan's character is obsessed with. And I think that's kind of cool, because isn't Sleepless in Seattle totally based on that movie? Yes, it but is. Then actually. they incorporate the movie into the, this movie, which is cool. It's like a cool homage. 
And the last scene especially is, oh, yeah. a, is definitely an homage to the very famous last scene of A Fair to Remember. If only life actually worked out the way it is in this movie. But that's not going to happen. And I know this is kind of an older movie, but I think that anyone my age would love this movie. So if you and your mom are ever super bored, I think it'd be just something fun to throw on and watch together. Because I'm sure your mom has nostalgic memories of it back in the olden days. And you can like it too. It's and note note that, girls, apparently, according to my daughter, the time <laughs> to watch a movie with your mom is when you're, quote, super bored. Well, what, ugh, whatever. I watch a lot of movies with your mom, okay? <laughs> and anyway, also, Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks have been in a few other movies together. So before Sleepless in Seattle, they were in Joe versus the Volcano. I don't know what that is. Do you, Mom? I've heard of that, but strangely enough, I've never seen it. So I guess they were likable enough in that that they casting people wanted them together again. So then in 1993, Sleepless in Seattle came out, and that was a huge success, right? Did you see it in theaters? You know, I think we did. I think you, <laughs> you I, and I Dad. Think, yeah, I think your dad and I saw it in theaters. It was yeah, it was a big hit. Yeah, I mean it was a massive hit. It cost 21 million dollars, and guess how much it made? How much? 200 million maybe? 230 million. Wow. So that is a hit. So after that film, and I'm sure that's like with inflation and through the years, but after that movie, everyone loved it. So then they reunited in 1998, five years later, for You've Got Mail, which I have not seen. And maybe we should watch that too to review it. Yes, maybe we should watch that next. And uh, next time you're very bored. Oh, mm. um, but yeah, and You've Got Mail is a lot of fun too. Is it it's cute a cute too? movie. Yeah, and it's funny because it's kind of like. This movie, one thing about Sleepless in Seattle is it's pre-internet yeah. and pre-cell phone. Yeah. Or, I mean, I guess there were cell phones, but they weren't just such a big part of our life. So there are a couple of things that happened in Sleepless in Seattle that probably wouldn't happen today because of those technologies. You've Got Mail kind of is the beginning of, um, of email and communication technology. Oh, and really? Stuff. So it's kind of funny to see it change so much before their next movie but they're still they kind of play the same type of characters in yeah. both movies but again that's what people like I mean they're they're likable people yeah, and you want them to be happy with each other yeah and these are both directed by the famous Nora Ephron and is she one of the most famous women directors Would I you... think she is one of the most successful yeah definitely because she also made When Harry Met Sally and I think she yeah she wrote quite a few movies yeah. too. Yeah. She seems like a cool lady. She was Wasn't talented. she also married to a famous director she, or writer? I think she was married to Carl. Yeah, this is kind of a, just a strange little tidbit, but she was, I think, first a journalist, a newspaper reporter. Yeah. And she was married to Carl Bernstein of Watergate fame. Oh. Of Woodward and Bernstein fame. And there's a movie with Meryl Streep called heartburn okay i think may have been maybe that was the first movie nora efron wrote or something but anyway it's the movie about her marriage breaking down to carl bernstein oh and it's like it's a comedy but i mean it's it's kind of a strange beginning in hollywood for her that is yeah that's strange and was carl bernstein one of the people in um what's that hoffman movie all the president's men which one was he he was dustin hoffman oh she married that one? Hang <laughs> yes. it. Okay, well, anyway, that is an interesting start for Hollywood. Okay, good for her. But I see that she died a few years ago, which is kind of depressing because she's very talented. So another famous person in this movie is actually Miss Rita Wilson, who is now Tom Hanks' longtime wife, right? 
Yes, and she plays his sister in this movie, which is a little bit on the it's, weird side. It's terrifying. I wonder if they'd gotten together by then. I hope not, because that is just strange. <laughs> and I think the little boy in this is so adorable. I do not. I think he steals the he, show. He, I, he he does steal the show, but he's just kind of gross looking. I'm sorry. You are so judgmental when it comes to children. <laughs> no, I'm not. Just gross looking ones. <laughs> but um, but he's, he's a cute little boy and again he's like one of the central characters because he really gets things going he has a plan for his dad and he follows through and it's so unrealistic what this kid does to get this plan working but hey he does it and that's movie magic right there that's right and um and yes i think we just to sum it all up i think we definitely recommend this movie as yeah. a feel good silly but fun movie that um, reminds you what is possible with love? Oh, of course. And Mwah. how sweet it can be to see a good relationship between a dad and his young son. Yeah, he's a really good dad. So yeah, overall, this is a really cute rom-com. We recommend it. It's on Netflix. It's an hour and a half watch. It's really fun. And watch it with your moms, teenage girls. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Strange Love of Movies Pod, And that will be linked down below. Thanks, y'all. Bye.